Brother Dave Schaefer, Pastor Schaefer, is someone who was, has been faithful in a lot of different places in a lot of different ways. And he was used at a very strategic time at Charity Baptist Church uh, to help sustain what was already going on and take that to the next level. Pastor Schaefer is um, someone I've heard about my whole life. He and my mom and dad knew each other for uh, back in the day. And I don't get to meet many people who knew my, my mom, Melanie, and he knew her and loved, they loved her. And I'm so grateful for, to them for that. But I'm, he's also known to be a man who can open the word of God and give the sense and make it clear. And I've asked him to do that today. Would you welcome to the, to the pulpit of Trinity Baptist Church, Pastor Dave Schaefer. Well, it is my joy to be here this morning. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm like uh, Eric. And by the way, I want to say that uh, I believe that uh, Brother Span, Brother Eric, the greatest staff that we could have ever assembled here at uh, Trinity Baptist Church. And I know Brother Ben, he wants to assemble one. He might have a good one. I don't know. That's yet to come. But I do know what God did here and how he assembled uh, us together. And um, it's just a blessing to be back here and to be with you. I want to thank you. I want to thank Pastor Jennings. And uh, when I heard that uh, you had called him as a pastor, I rejoiced. I know his dad. I knew his mother, his uh, stepmother godly people come from a heritage and uh, I know that he is a man that wants to listen to God and what God wants and uh, I know that he will this morning I want to look back just a little bit not going to do much in that because I believe that everything that we want to do from henceforth is forward so we want to look at that a little bit but most of all I want us to look up because it, it had not been for the Lord, none of us would be here. And I believe what God did once, God can do over and over and over and over again, and I believe he wants to. And while we would like to bask in the, uh, uh, the accomplishments that God has brought our way, we must be honest, because not all of the history that uh, Trinity Baptist Church has, we don't want it written down in the history books. You know, we just as soon leave it back there and, and not consider it. But along with the good times, and we've had abundance of good times, amen, there come some bad times. Along with the victories have come the defeats, just a fact of life. Now, I'm not here to rehearse or to drudge up any past problems. I'm not even going to talk about anything like that. But I do want to recognize who it was that provided for us all along our way. So if you would, stand with me and turn to Psalm 124, because I believe the Holy Spirit, along with the psalmist, has really captured what I would like to say this morning. So Psalm 124, and let's follow with me as I read. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side... Now may Israel say, 
If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. We are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. By the way, Brother Mike, where'd you go? Brother Gentry, the Lord made the heaven and the earth. Amen? We looked at that this morning in the book of Genesis. It's all about God. He made it. Let's pray together. Father, again, we come before you, and it is with humble and grateful hearts. You have been awesome. And I thank you for all that you have done. And these many wonderful years that you have allowed us to serve you here, what a great time it has been. Father, we look forward to the future, if the Lord does not come, to see what your hand would do upon us in these future years. So let us bask in what you have done, but Father, please let us look forward to what you are about to do, and we'll give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. I had a wonderful presentation prepared for you for the screen. I worked on it. I planned it. I did some things. I mean, it just wasn't plain like it normally was when I did something. It was awesome. (laughs) But your program couldn't run it. So uh, we don't have it this morning. So we'll just have to do it the old-fashioned way with the old-fashioned guy. Amen. The first thing I want us to look in Psalm 124 is God's presence. The presence of God. Notice the psalmist writes, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Verse number two, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now folks, twice in those two verses, David called Israel to recognize that their help was in God And God alone. And I think that's important for us to remember this morning too. That what has happened in uh, Findlay, Ohio, on this uh, uh, east side of town through uh, Trinity Baptist Church has been because of God and God alone. And it wasn't that God was merely present. It wasn't that he just was looking down upon us No, it was that God was actively working. He was actively involved in the life of God's people. And twice it's declared that if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now, folks, here is an if that really isn't an if. Because it's it's, it's not a matter of uncertainty. It's not like the psalmist is saying, well, you know, maybe. Or if God... That, that really isn't the, the meaning here. It's not uncertainty as to whether or not God is on our side or God is not on our side. No, it is a matter of whether or not we recognize 
that it was God that is on our side. If we recognize that it is God who is with us, it is God who is on our side. And I just want you to know today that Trinity Baptist Church has a history of recognizing that God is on our side. That God is not merely looking down at us, but his presence fills us every time we meet. And I am so glad that, that God is, has his presence with us, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And when two or more are gathered together in his name, there he is in the mere presence of us. We have felt the presence of God this morning. And I can say it is well with my soul. If we think that as an individual or even as a church, that we have survived somehow on our own, we've got another thing coming. Because mark it down, we've only survived because of the Lord. It was all about him. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Now we have a tendency to look at that and, and we might say, we might read it, if it had not um, uh, been, if, if maybe God or, you know, maybe there was a, uh, uh, an option out there that we could do and, and we could do it ourselves and it would work out all right. That's not what that's saying. It's saying, had it not been the Lord, not another option, not another circumstance, but had it not been the Lord, let's not get so proud and get so arrogant to think and to boast of something that God has done. That's the danger of any Christian, to think so highly of ourselves. In fact, the Bible says, think not highly of yourself, esteem others more highly than you. But we have a danger of thinking, you know, pounding our own chest and thinking that what we have done, but we've got to recognize not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. We all have that tendency. We need to be careful. I want to warn you that that kind of arrogant thinking can be our downfall. Anybody, of anything. Whether it's a one-year-old startup church or a 70-year-old church such as I, we've accomplished nothing outside of God's mighty hand. In fact, we still have nothing to offer God that we've accomplished ourselves. Because it wasn't our ingenuity. I'm going to tell you it wasn't our knowledge or our brilliance that brought news. Uh, to, I almost said church I'm working at. That brought uh, Trinity Baptist Church to this place. Everything that's been done has been done to honor and glorify God. Everything. I agree with the psalmist. His declaration is, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. Amen. Did you know that it, if it had not been the Lord, Trinity Baptist may not even have existed? You know, some of you know, uh, when Pastor Milioni graduated from Bible college, he went back to Detroit. And there he sat under the leadership of Dr. Vic, which was a, a great man of God up in the Temple Baptist in Detroit. And Brother Milioni came to him and said, I, I want to start a church. 
And his mentor, the man that he looked up to the most, Brother Beecham Vick, said, you need to go to Lima and start a church. And some of you know the story that uh, Brother Melioni and, and Miss Dorothy, they drove down to Lima, and they were doing their survey in Lima. And he went to a little motel outside of Lima, and there he and Dorothy were praying. And he says that the Holy Spirit of God spoke to him and said, this is not the city. This is not where I want you. And so defeated and discouraged, they got in the car the next morning and headed back to Detroit. And they stopped here in Findlay. And I don't know if they stopped for food or gas or just what it was, but Brother Milioni said they got off the highway over there at uh, 75 and, and, and that area. I don't think it was 75 then. I think um, it might have been on, on 68 or something, but they came back from Lima and stopped. And he says, I told Dorothy, this is it. This is where God wants us. And, and, and his mentor said, no, Finley will never amount to anything. Now, that still might be the case. I don't know. But that's what he said. But if it had not been the Lord, are you understanding what the psalmist is saying? Are you understanding what God is saying? That if it wasn't for the presence of God upon the life of Dr. Milioni, Trinity Baptist Church may never have existed if it had not been the Lord. Maybe you don't know this. We might still have been over on Trenton Avenue had it not been the Lord. Now, some of you were around. I know Jeannie was around and, and uh, Dina was around. And maybe it was the uh, uh, Dina or uh, Ralph or somebody told about this property. But this property was not in the city of Findlay. This property was farmland. This, this property was away from downtown. And there they were on Trenton Avenue, had a really a nice location. Those of you that have been by, by there, I think it's the BFW Hall now, I believe. But uh, they, were, they were there, and Brother Finley says, we need to move out east. We need to, and he come out here. And there were naysayers that said, you can't move that far out of the city and expect to grow a church. You're, you're just going to be out. Nobody is going to drive out to Trinity Baptist Church on that piece of farm ground. And he come out there and got the plans for this building. Now, you all know it's kind of unique, isn't it? This is the landmark in Findlay. All you got to do is tell people, you know, you tell them you're going to, it happened to me the other night, going to a Noose Baptist Church. Where's that? Well, you know, the church with the dome. Oh, yeah, the dome. And, and I'm telling you how many people that I know that you talk to, you knock on a door. I attended Trinity Baptist Church when I was a kid. Bus picked me up, brought me there over to uh, uh, Trenton or 73, brought you over here. Everybody had gone to Trinity Baptist Church at some time in their life. But if it had not been the Lord, 
might still be over there. But the Lord put a vision in Brother Milioni. The Lord, the Lord put something in him that said, you go out here, I think it was almost two miles outside of town at that time. You come out there and you plant the church. You put the church there. You do what I say. God says, I'll fill it up. Look at you this morning. I am and you are the beneficiaries of God's presence on the life of Dr. Milioni. I, I am so glad. I, I'm, a, I'm a grateful man that the presence of God can rest upon us. But not only do we have God's presence, we also have God's protection. Look at verse number one. It says, if it had not been the Lord who is on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who is on our side, when men rose up against us, then something could have happened if it had not had been the Lord. But because of God's protection, then when, when this happened, the waters had, had uh, swallowed us and, and their wrath was kindled against us. When the waters had overwhelmed us and the stream had gone over our soul, then the proud waters gone over our soul. If it had not been the Lord, the, the psalmist is writing, when men rose up against us, then we could have been swallowed up. Did you see it says when, when uh, the, 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 the swallowing up quick and their wrath was kindled against us? Here the Lord is recognized as our rescuer. Had it not been for our rescuer, these men could have swallowed us up. How many times in our life and in the life of Trinity Baptist Church was God not one of many options, but he was the one and only option that we had. God was it. Who alone can rescue us from all that this world shoves on us? Who alone can rescue when the wrath of our enemies are hurled against us? Who alone can rescue us from the sin that so easily besets us? I only have one answer for you, and it's found in verse number one and verse number two. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Trinity Baptist Church say... Can we not look back however long we've been a Christian? Can we not look back however long we have been a member here at Trinity Baptist Church? Can we not look back and say, if it had not been the Lord, indeed we can say that. And I am convinced that we need to thank God that he's never left us. He's never forsaken us. Because if he had, if God had forsaken us, then none of us would be here to celebrate anything this morning. The psalmist declares that the Lord alone has been, is, and forever will be our rescuer. May all the honor and glory go to him. But when we speak of God's protection, it's not just he's our rescuer, but the Bible says when men rose up against us, then we could have been silenced. Or in verse number four, we could have been suppressed. It says, then the waters had overwhelmed us and the stream had gone over our soul. Now, I don't, 
know exactly the situation. David, the psalmist, had many things that he could have written about that were overwhelming to him. But it really doesn't matter what the situation is. We know that the one who helped him was the overcomer. You know, when we are overwhelmed, we have to go to our overcomer because it has overwhelmed us. The water has, has come over us. Now, the picture David is trying to place in our mind is, is not one of a, of a rising flood. We've seen those. We've seen the river and how it just kind of rose and rose, and we just kind of looked at it and meandered on. That's not what he's saying here. He's talking about the raging river. He's saying that we are in danger or were in danger of these men. And he, and he likened them unto a roaring river sweeping us away in its violence. Now, we've all witnessed the Blanchard River. When I was pastoring here, we had, that. We had a huge flood. Remember that? I mean, it, it rose up so quick that people couldn't get out of the way. And, and it just took everything that it had, this beautiful meandering river that comes through the downtown area. And we look over there and we go to the park and, and, and people worship this wonderful, beautiful river until the storm comes. And that thing comes up so quick that it, it, it'll, it'll sweep everything down into the reservoir. You've seen that river, haven't you? And you've seen what it did. I mean, I remember um, businesses that were downtown that aren't there anymore because of the floods. How about the houses that were all along that river road where they took them out now because the river rose so fast and got into those homes. There, there's people that were in danger of their lives. And once you lose your footing in raging waters, you're totally under its control. How many people thought that they could just walk through a little flood area and the river took them? How often are we warned by the weather teams not to enter? Don't drive through the flood waters. Why is that? It's because they know that it doesn't take much current. It really doesn't take much water to pick up that car or pick up that truck and sweep it down the river. That's the picture the Bible is pointing out here. And we are warned that when men try to silence us, men try to suppress us, when we are overwhelmed, if it had not been the Lord who was our overcomer, we would have been swept away by these angry men. Here's what Jesus says. Listen, Jesus says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Amen? He is our overcomer. And not only that, he has given us through the power of the word of God and the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit to become overcomers ourselves. The beloved John wrote, and this is the victory that overcometh the world. And I want to point out in our Bibles a little prefix that's there. It doesn't say victory that overcomes, plural. It says overcometh. That E-T-H means it's a continual action. 
That means that the victory is continually happening over this world. And you say, well, how can that be? It says, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world but he that believeth in Jesus, the Son of God? I'm telling you, folks, when we are overwhelmed, we have an overcomer, and his name is Jesus. Amen. David reminds us that if it had not been the Lord, when men rose up against us, then, number three, we could have been submerged. The proud waters had gone over our soul and submerged us in its depths. Listen to one of my favorite psalms and song, if you remember it. Wish we could have sung it. But Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many there be that say of my soul, there is no help for them in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. Folks, when we are submerged in the troubles of this world, we have a lifter of our head over those troubled waters. His name is Jesus. If it had not been the Lord, as I look back over the course and the life of Trinity Baptist Church, the only glory I can give is to the Lord Jesus himself. He was on our side. To God be the glory. He alone was our protection. So this morning, David has placed our memories on God's presence. He has led us every step of the way. The presence of God, not just looking at us, but involved in our lives, living his power through us. And God's our protection. He was continually on our side. He was there. He's never left us, never forsaken us. He's been our rescuer. He's been our overcomer. He's been the lifter of our head. Now God places our hearts and minds, lastly, on his preeminence. Look at verse number six. Blessed be the Lord, who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. We are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord, who made heaven and earth. Man, there's three things that I see. I just want to point them out quickly to you. First of all, I want us to notice in verse number six, God's mercy. 
God's mercy. And, and I, I use the word here, hindering. Now, I, don't, I, I know we don't like anybody to hinder us in doing what we want to do. I mean, our mind is full of stuff to do, and, and we head out to do it. And sometimes God just grabs us and holds us back, and we don't like that. But you know what that is? That is God's mercy. He's withholding from us that which we don't deserve. You know, we have some plans to make that's only going to get us in trouble. And God holds us back. He hath not given, verse 6. He hath not given. He's not given us to the, the teeth. It shows of, a, of, an, of an agony of defeat there. Troubles grinding us to powder. That's what might have been had God's mercy not hindered us. Let's be honest. In the heat of the moment, we only recognize God's hindering mercy in our lives as some detriment to us. That, that God is saying no, and we pout, and we, we throw a fit because God has hindered something. But you know, God hinders us when he knows where we're headed is going to get us in trouble. And we ought to be thankful for God's mercy, who hath not given us. But then look at verse 7, because there we find God's grace. Not just God's mercy in hindering, but we have God's grace in heaping. Our soul is escaped. This speaks of God's grace. How many times can we remember when but for the grace of God, we would have succumbed to the snares and the traps of Satan and sin? I tell you, there's so many times that I set out to do what my mind thought to do. and God says, you better not do that. But I have something here that I want you to do. And God's grace heaped upon us his blessings. His hindrance was there so that I would stop and look at God's grace that would hinder. Not only that, lastly, his provision. Look at that. It says he helped. Verse number eight. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Bless the Lord Oh, my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. God has been so good. And God is good in his hindering. And God is good in his heaping. And God is good in his helping. It's no wonder David began this psalm with those words, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. If not, how great would have been our calamity. One of the prince of preachers, his name was Charles Spurgeon. He wrote these words. I hope you can get them this morning. It says, when we worship our creator, let us increase our trust in our comforter. Did he create all that we see? And can he not preserve us from evils which we cannot see? And the answer to that is a resounding, oh, yes. <laughs> and he has, and he is, and he will. So Trinity Baptist Church, for 70 years now, we have been witnesses of so many great things. 
And through them all, good or bad, we must say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, Trinity Baptist Church can say, bless his holy name. Let's pray. Father, we come to you this morning, and we are grateful people. We are very thankful. But we understand in a group that this size, maybe there's someone here that does not know you as their personal Savior. They have not received into their life the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray maybe this morning that they will believe that if thou shalt believe in thine heart, God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. We want to give an opportunity for someone to come and receive Christ. Father, maybe there are folks here today that are going through some troubled times. They all happen to us. They all come into our heart and to our lives. But if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, we'd have been swallowed up. We'd have been submerged. We would have been overwhelmed. But God, you were there lifting, rescuing. You overcame all of our heartaches. I pray, Father, that you take this time. Perhaps we just need to come to the altar and say, thank you, Lord. Just worship you. Give you the honor and glory that you deserve. We'll be careful to give you the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen.